so much to get to here to try to make sense of it all is the Sixers Talk podcast brought to you by Wilmington University. Wilm U Works, Danny Pommels, along with the multi-talented producer, co-host extraordinaire, Ben Barry. Ben, another Ben. Ben Simmons is back at practice, bro. He's running with the second team. He's on the court. Second practice here as we come to you on a Monday afternoon after uh, Ben Simmons, uh, a widely circulated photo of him looking disgruntled as the team, you know, comes in for a huddle at the end of the practice. He doesn't join them. It's, it's a lot to read into that. People are taking all of the liberties that they can at the moment. How are you feeling about Ben returning, Ben Barry? I'm indifferent. I'm not going to really? get too high on it. I'm not going to get too low on it. Okay. He doesn't want to be of the here. Road. He doesn't want to be here. Fans don't want him here. Doc Rivers only wants him here because it gives him a better chance, better opportunity to succeed in his position. Daryl Morey isn't trading him until he can get the value he wants back. I'm indifferent. And him coming back at this point uh, a week ago doesn't do anything for his trade value. I didn't think a move was going to happen until, what, December 15th at the earliest. I was thinking um, around trade deadline is – when something would actually happen. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, the funny thing is, is that we got to get to this opener first. And will he even play with this team is the real question, because I mentioned he's running with the second team. Um, It just looks like, you know, something is going to happen, but no one knows what it is exactly. And Doc Rivers has alluded to the fact he's not sure, you know, what Ben Simmons, if he'll be on the court in New Orleans, when he take on the Pelicans. The Sixers are also banged up in some other areas. We'll get to that as well. But, you know, trying to sort out this uh, Ben Simmons thing, you know, Doc Rivers said he's in shape. Doesn't look like he's in game shape. So that's something we kind of would have expected. But they're taking their time with them as they should. I think the thing for me, though, is, you know, him being disgruntled, the team, meaning team, meaning the organization might not want him here. But everything we're hearing from the players, specifically Tyrese Maxey with – um a really interesting quote because as we saw in this summer, we saw him and Tyrese playing pickup basketball together. He was one on one of those highlight tapes that, you know, Simmons put out there with Swish cultures. Um, But Maxie's saying, you know, Ben was my friend before I even played for the Sixers. So, you know, friendships are bigger than basketball. So, you know, regardless of how we may feel or how, you know, the organization may feel, it's up to the guys that are on the court who are playing with Ben and in that locker room with them to determine, you know, how this all will go over. So are you buying or selling the idea that the team themselves might be able to play with him on the court until some of this kind of, you know, comes to a head naturally? I think they'll be able to play with him. Um We've all, whether it's you and me and our current roles or previous roles or for the listeners out there, we've all had to work with someone we do not like or care about and 
want to communicate as little as possible with. And I know someone's going to get in the comments, look, they're paid millions of dollars. And, you know, regardless, no matter what you do for a living, you're going to work with someone you don't care to be around. I will take it at face value. They're happy he's here. There's no will still in there. I haven't heard it from the team's uh, best player yet. But moving forward, I think everyone's goal is the same, is to win and get a championship, to earn a championship. I'm sure that's been Simmons' goal, whether it's here or somewhere else. He wants to be traded. I think he's learned that he has to go along to get along to get his wife because sitting at home isn't going to be there, be it. And I doubt – I don't think he's built to go straight Jimmy Butler and Nuke everything. Um, if he was, I think he would have done that so far in one of the practices. So I think he'll go along and just keep his head down, stay out of, try to stay out of trouble. Um, but I think he'll play in that first game, even though Doc Rivers says it's in shape, but not basketball shape, and get him up and up to speed with some of the changes. Because I think just getting it out the way now for any on-court just miscommunications, letting him play through in New Orleans, and just try to have things – as normal as possible before they play in front of the home crowd. Yeah, man, that home crowd is going to be something to see Friday against the uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets. I was about to say New Jersey Nets, but the Brooklyn Nets Friday. Um, because we're sure there will be some boos. Um, I definitely want to get to a couple things you said, but for a fact, bro, um, if Simmons comes out and shows some of those skills that they te- teased us about over the offseason – and he comes out and balls out, uh, things will be quickly forgotten. There, there will be some boos and jeers and whatnot, but if he comes out and balls out and starts showing off a mid-range jumper or being aggressive to the basket or what have you, you know, some of the things the team has needed him to do over the years, he definitely could make everyone forget about all this off-season drama um, because everyone wants to win. So I think that's uh, just clear and present, and I, I don't think – really can be debated interested to hear how you feel we do need to uh tell everyone is that ben simmons will speak tomorrow tuesday probably before noon we'll carry on nbc sports philadelphia as well as nbc sports philadelphia.com um and make sure you tune in because he'll speak and this is what we've been waiting for to hear from him directly um you know the body language is one thing but what comes out of his mouth will be something different i'll be interested to see if he can kind of empathize or sympathize with the with you know the people on the other side of this or if he's still going to be as staunch and rigid as what the reports have made it seem like he is regarding the situation um i'm sure the questions will be hot and heavy so make sure you check us out for that um what are your expectations though if if he comes and plays well don't you think that you know everyone will kind of eventually kind of go along with it and and cheer him and, and be on board with the team's success I think you talk about the fans or the rest of the team. The team, see, I think we address the team. I think the team is just ready to play basketball. So I think the team themselves, okay, individually, maybe there might be a guy or two who, you know, feels some type of way, but I think it, there will be a unifying sense to it. If, you know, they're going out okay. to play basketball, like us against them, like it's not going to be us against ourselves. So, the I team, feel like the, the team, team is kind of taken care of, but the, the fans and the, the public perception. 
the team is doing what they need to do to be professional. That's what they're doing. I expect players to be more honest once the whole trade is resolved eventually down the road or if he's moved. That's what or after some of these guys are done playing. I expect to hear some honest takes on that. The fans, if you come out playing well, yeah, maybe eventually they'll start sharing or supporting Ben Simmons. But I don't think it'll be like permanent or a true turnaround until the playoffs are big games. He can come out and drop 50 against the Pelicans. And it doesn't matter if he doesn't do it in April and May. Well, and he June won't even be here in the probably deep in the postseason. I think, but if he goes out and drops 50, you think people just going to start still keep bowling him? Like, I think if he goes out and drops 50, like, there will be plenty of big games in between now and the trade deadline that he can show, you know, what he's capable of or how far he's come. Yes. Um, what's most what's closest to fans' memory is him not wanting to be here. All the miscellaneous reports over the last two months, whether he feels like he didn't get time to grow, whether right, but once he gets on the court together, and starts playing, what, like there could be a giant heel turn here. No, people don't forget that. Fans don't forget that. Once he starts playing, and if he's showing some of the yeah. stuff that they yeah. asked him, to it'll, do. it'll take a. Maybe some people might cheer on Friday night. There will still be no, a no, lot I'm not of talking boom. about Friday. Eventually, I'm saying if he balls out, if he comes and plays, if he's showing some of the characteristics that they want, it will take a while. It's not it, and it, that narrative won't change until it's the playoffs. If he averaged 35 for the season, but came out and put up some duds in the playoffs again, the narrative doesn't change. But you just – what I'm saying is if he's getting traded at the trade deadline, like you're talking about like May, I, April, I, like he won't even make it that far. I'm saying if he comes out in these first three months of the season. If he gets traded at the deadline, though, and even if he gets traded at the deadline, that doesn't make everything forgiven. Yeah, I, I think – you know, you're saying like – I'm not saying forgiven, but you say if he averaged 35 a game, like you put some superlatives on there that sound real sexy. Like I don't I don't think like if he comes out and is, is playing like an MVP, like people aren't going to just still keep booing him because he didn't shoot in game seven against the Hawks. Like you're going to be a prisoner at a moment at that, at that. If he's doing things that you haven't seen, like it'll be captivating. Oh, great. He, he developed his offensive game. We're optimistic now. It doesn't thoroughly don't believe that the narrative will change until it's games that matter. It'll be a filled long way story to get to the postseason. It just, it's just it's difficult to put the whole year into a microcosm of one moment where all these moments lead up to that. So it's like you can't just say, oh, let's wait till we get to the playoffs when there's so many steps to get to the playoffs. But I feel you on the narrative overall, but I feel like if he's doing some of that stuff you mentioned, that's going to put everybody on notice. But I, like overall, I, you want to hear what he has to say about this whole situation. I, you know, I haven't heard him be anything but generally closed off, like generally guarded, generally, you know, um, you know, on the defensive when it comes to press conferences, he's just not really giving you a whole lot. You know, sometimes, you know, like in the Brooklyn series when he had that falling out with the fans and then, you know, came back and kind of got everybody on his side because of how he played in the Brooklyn series and talked about how, you know, him saying, you know, people who aren't going to cheer should just shut up or what have you. Like coming back from that 
I feel like there's a way for him to to show and demonstrate that he's a part of what what this is right now. And I'm I'm curious to see what lane he takes. Like, do you feel like he'll just be the regular closed off Ben Simmons? You know, not not really giving you much tomorrow when he speaks. Yeah, I think he'll be the same guy he was last year. Then the year before it, why change? I don't think he'll have – he's going to go up there and turn it all of a sudden, turn into Joel Embiid or LeBron James and media uh, availability and just say everything or some in-depth answers. I think he's still going to be Ben Simmons, short answers. We will carry Straight it to the point. We will carry it for sure, however it comes out uh, tomorrow afternoon on NBC Sports Philadelphia and NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com. Uh, either way, whatever happens with Ben Simmons, the Sixers are in a bit of um, – they have a bit of a problem when it comes to the backcourt entering this game against the Pelicans. We'll get into that after we take this quick timeout. Ready to make a move? A Wilmington University education can take you where you want to go. WilmU works online or in person. Learn more at wilmu.edu. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So we're hoping to hear what Ben Simmons has to say. Uh, either way, they have some issues the Sixers do in the backcourt because we're waiting to hear how Doc Rivers is going to, on the team in general, is going to handle Simmons playing on Wednesday. We mentioned he's been running with the second unit. Maybe he comes in with that second unit. It doesn't start the basketball game as it's been mostly Tyrese Maxey getting the reps there. But Doc Rivers saying that the Sixers will have a committee approach when it comes to bringing the basketball up because Shake Milton is completely out for this game. He has a right ankle sprain. He was seen doing some work and on a side court after practice on Monday, but he will not play against the Pelicans. They will also be the Pelicans that is missing Zion Williamson. So they're dealing with some issues of their own. Either way, absence begets opportunity because uh, while there will be a committee approach to bringing the ball up, I'm sure Doc Rivers will be happy if one of his players really sees the opportunity that is here. Uh, we you know, talked about Maxie running with the first team. Isaiah Joe has a, an incredible preseason. I could see him being a guy who could step up and fill some of the void. If Simmons doesn't play, uh, Milton, we definitely know, will be out. How are you feeling about this rotation and what the Sixers might do when it comes to, you know, the backcourt and fill in the void that, you know, Milton definitely will have for the team and maybe, you know, Simmons not being there either. Would you play Ben? I think that's their best option, whether there was all these injuries or not, but 
since there's this laundry list of injuries, you have to play Ben. It's too much to put on the other guys. As you just listed it all, named them all. That's the guys who are available or young. All on top of being young and experienced. And it's just throwing them to the wolves when you still, with everything that happened, I don't care. You still have Ben Simmons, who's physically able to play. And if you want teams to see, hey, is Ben, as he worked on his, improving his game, to see if he's worth that trade value that Daryl Morey in the front office thinks. You put him out there. I would not put that on all these young guys' plates. I think it's unfair. Yeah, um, and you would hate to have all of the turmoil and the upheaval that you dealt with and the distraction that this Simmons situation is and then go out and lose in that game because, you know, maybe you didn't have been out there or maybe the team wasn't as, you know, cohesive as you would want. Um, like, I, like I mentioned, the, the uh, Pelicans are missing a few guys or missing Zion Williamson, but they have a few guys on their roster that are great wing players like Brandon Ingram and um, Josh Hart. Um, that could cause the Sixers some problems. I mean, they they they're deep. They got Trey Murphy, a six eight, you know, you know, wing player as well. Um, a few other guys uh, that are slipping my mind right now. And they also have bodies to throw at Joel Embiid with Jonas Valachunas, who knows Joel well. They got um, Ernan Gomez, uh, as well as uh, the kid Jackson Hayes, as well, who can uh, jump out of the gym. So they got at least a that many fouls to throw at Joel and bodies, you know, should he start cooking? So it won't be easy, you know, going down to New Orleans, even if they don't have Zion. Um, worth mentioning injuries, I didn't uh, clarify Tobias Harris, who had missed some time because he banged knees in practice, should be good for the opener. But T. Steibel was back practicing um, after his shoulder was giving him some trouble. So they also on track for the opener. So um, opportunity, man, Furkan Korkmaz, uh, Isaiah Joe, uh, two guys who are coming off playing, you know, a great preseason, have opportunities here to really make some of those dividends come through. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Doc, you know, integrates all those guys in this opener, um, considering, you know, it, you hope Ben is coming in and playing on the court. He's, you know, not holding back or not being his full self, which would take away from the game of the other players. So you're hoping that he's bringing that and not holding grudges that way or trying to disrupt the team that way. But it, it, I think people will read a lot into what he says when he speaks on Tuesday. Um, you know, you're hoping he's being mature about it, but I think the Sixers have enough to get over the, the hump in this Pelicans game. What they have against the Nets will be a different story, but um, you got to start off on a high note with this first uh, game. They got a, a rookie head coach do the Pelicans and Willie Green. Like, th this is an opportunity to go handle business and come back home and be in front of the home fans where you've had so much success. I agree. Um, that's why I would play Ben Simmons. Without him, your only true point guard on the team is what, Tyrese Maxey? Then you have a bunch of combo guards and – We've seen in the past, I know they're not Shake Milton, but you've seen with Shake Milton, there's just too much on his plate. And that's why I thought it was fair. He has more experience than those guys would have now just to put all that on their plate. But you definitely want to get that win out of the way, start off on the right foot after all the turmoil this offseason. And I just feel like Ben's going to get booed either way Friday 
against the Nets. But if you get him out there for the first game, and if he plays well, maybe that helps cool things off going forward. But it's not going to make the fans forget. So definitely want to get that one. Allen Iverson had a message for Ben Simmons on social media. Uh, did you see it? I did not see it. Okay. Um, it was short. Had a busy weekend. It was, bro, it was short. I know you were painting your house. Um, it looks like you had a good time. Uh, and, and it's nothing like the meal after doing the housework. So I'm glad you highlighted you know, that as well. So uh, did the painting all work out for you? I got some videos to send you, man. It was, for the listeners out there, by no means am I rich. I'm not making that Danny Pommel's money. But your boy, your boy dropped two grand on things this weekend on the do-it-yourself projects, fixing up the house and more paint. Your boy is tired, too. <laughs> um, yeah, the DIY projects are, are sometimes it's, – it's great to have people helping you. I, I'm not a super DIY guy, but um, sometimes they can be hit-or-miss type projects. Um because sometimes you're trying to save money where you just need to spend the money and get it done right instead of you yeah. trying to, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead of uh, you trying to, like, makeshift it. But, um, hey, man, um, you live and you learn. And uh, it, those things build character and, and give you a perspective that you can share as a wiser homeowner, you know, type of person. But um, uh, I uh, got off topic because the iris and stuff, uh, I was just curious. Uh, he, it was a short and sweet message, but Iris took the time out to tell Ben to follow God's plan and to execute. So to me, that's really just, you know, trying to encourage him to block out the distractions and focus on the task at hand, which is like for Ben getting out of Philly. And, and the only way you're going to do that is to go on the court and play basketball. And in essence, that is what we all enjoy that is the commonality between everyone here on the podcast uh everyone that we watch on the court is we all love basketball like like you you listen to this podcast because you enjoy the Sixers you enjoy basketball we watch because we know those players feel the same way or have a level of commitment and uh competitiveness to be the great be great so I think to me uh it was a very you know OG type move for Iverson to do that and just make it public because maybe he can't get the bin. Like, it seems like a lot of people can't, you know, get the bin. Like, you know, he rebuffed the guys coming out to visit him. So I don't know. I mean, do you, do you feel like any of that even affects Ben when it comes to this whole process? Do you feel like he's listening to like outside voices or everything's just insolent? I would lean towards everything being insolent and not listening to outside voices just because of his decisions not to listen to outside voices in the past. So I don't think that Ben Simmons is going to take too much from what Allen Iverson said. However, Allen Iverson's advice was to focus on God's plan and execute. And Danny took the positive role on this, the positive role. And this is why the listeners think I'm some angry curmudgeon or something like that. What does that even mean? Follow God's plan to execute. Maybe it's referring to another conversation they had before, or it make, I, to me, a face Danny, value. It's not hard. Danny, to read. you a father? You a father? Go tell that to your son and see what happens. Like. 
that boy and follow God and plan to execute. That's not real advice. That's not, you're not helping anybody up. Um, well, Ben said that he loved the Sixers because of Allen Iverson. Like, he holds Allen Iverson in high regard. He, he was the one that wanted the black Iverson jerseys that they used to wear and wondered why they didn't wear those from the final season. See, final season. So, you know, uh, sometimes people speak and you listen. You know what I mean? People who you, who you care about. I see you got that smug look in your face. No, maybe I'm too harsh on him and I need to be more optimistic. But no, I mean, I'm not Ben might not listen to, to that. He, he no. might be completely. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not buying Ben listening to the advice. I'm not buying the advice. I'm just not buying any of it. <laughs> He said, I'm not even buying the advice. You can keep that advice. Yeah, that was lame yeah, advice. <laughs> All right. Um, let's take a time out, man, and then we'll get back to uh, a- another topic. Of just t- what, what the expectations are for the Sixers team, man, because uh, we, we got to put a number on it and an idea of what to expect. Um, in the past, we've placed bets on such things, but let's just talk about it and see where things go. Uh, We'll be right back. Ready to make a move? A Wilmington University education can take you where you want to go. WilmU works online or in person. Learn more at wilmu.edu. Ben, um, are are you good at taking advice? Are are you a good advice giver? Like, where where do you fall in the spectrum there? No, I think I'm decent at taking advice. I think it all depends where it's coming from. I can't. I have the ability to give good advice. I usually give bad <laughs> advice because I do the career Lord. days. I, I do the career days because you know a lot of kids they want to get into sports broadcasting. Nah, that's for a lot yeah. of my friends, sports give teacher, them back. I'm the only person they know in the field. So they, the kid, I show up. The kids ask for advice. I give them bad advice because I'm looking at them as my uh, competition one day. I want to lose a job <laughs> to some kid named Timmy in tenth grade in the future. People are like, oh, man, you gave me this advice when I was in 10th grade, and now I took you a job. No. Oh, wow. Uh, when it comes to receiving advice, like what Alan Iverson said, like, all right, it's advice. I don't know what it means or what Ben's going to do with that. I remember playing football at Northtown Area High School, mm-hmm. and I got an interception, and whole left side of the field, all the players were, except one player on the right side of the field I did not see. I got tackled and knocked the wind out of me because I did not see him. I got back to the sideline and the coach told me to be an athlete, to stay on my feet. I don't know what type of advice that was, but that's the Allen Iverson advice. Be an athlete, stay on your feet. I was getting tackled. What do you mean? (laughs) Wow. That just popped into my head as we were talking about Allen Iverson's advice. Yeah, coaches are bad sometimes, man. Um, instead of celebrating you and getting the pick, he, he told you to be an athlete, stay on your feet. Great. Be an athlete, stay on your feet. Um, how can the Sixers stay on their feet this season? Do you see them doing well uh, when it comes to the Eastern Conference standings? Where do you see them falling? I see them as things stand right now. And I actually, I know, not I think, I know this for anybody. The wild card is, Ben Simmons, right. does he get traded? If he gets traded, when he, does he get traded? What does the Sixers get back? So if he's on the team all season, I think the Sixers can be a three or four seed uh, in the East. If he's on the team all season and fully participating, no suspensions or anything like that, 
if he's traded and the Sixers don't get anything back or he decides to take his ball and go home and, and going back to holding out. Which or I don't or know maybe they get a bunch route. of draft picks and not like a Get a bunch of draft picks and yeah. no star. Yeah, just a bunch of young pieces. I see the Sixers falling down to like a six seed on the just on the outskirts or within range of being in the play-in tournament moving forward. I think Joel Embiid is good enough to keep them from reaching that death or that low in the rankings, uh, in the seeding. But the Ben Simmons trade fiasco saga is the real wild card. So I see the Sixers being a three or four seed if he's there all season or they trade him for a player of similar caliber. If they trade him for a bunch of picks or Ben decides he's going to get suspended or sent home, I see them falling down to like a six seed. Milwaukee, obviously the best team in the conference, right? Like they've had the least amount of issues in the off season. They've got their core still with them. Um, like I, I, I could see Milwaukee being the number one seed and then them going to the Eastern Conference Finals again to face, you know, maybe the Sixers, maybe another team. But um, I, I got Milwaukee as the best team, right? The second best team, you know, I wanted to be the Nets because I see KD is like one of those unstoppable forces. Um, Miami has made a lot of upgrades. And I know that when you come to the Heat, there is a certain culture that you have to be in lockstep with. So that kind of elevates and upgrades everyone. And they've overcome slow starts and, you know, uh, you know, the, the pandemic, they get into the bubble and they make a, a great run. So that's a team I don't underestimate. I like the Knicks as well. Uh, another team I feel like can learn from, you know, a year of, of you know, experience and being, you know, in that driver's seat, so to speak, and then kind of improving on that. I do think the Sixers can be in that conversation for that four five type of, you know, lane like like they could be the fourth or fifth best team but, but there's a small could be a small you know margin of difference between fourth fifth or sixth so i'm going to say flat out they will not be in the play-in game they will not be you know playing at seven eight nine you know nonsense but i can see them being at most a three and then at least a six so falling somewhere in that range so i'll comfortably say that there'll be a five a five seed this year regardless of how anything plays out now if you want to factor in the Simmons stuff and when he gets moved and whatnot, um, I don't, I, I really can't quantify that. I have no idea, you know, what will happen with that, what kind of Ben Simmons will get, you know, obviously that all will start with him speaking on Tuesday. We've seen him looking lackluster in practice, but how that translates to what he does in the court, I am not sure. And what he says, I think holds a lot of weight, you know, um, but I, I could see them being anywhere from a three to a six, Regardless of how the Simmons stuff plays out, I think Joel Embiid is the second best player, maybe third best player in the Eastern Conference behind Giannis and KD. Um, but I think that the Sixers will surprise some people. I believe that Daryl Morey will figure this out um, and it will work out in the long run. I don't know if it'll pay dividends this year, but um, I, that, that's how I see it. I, I could see you know, things playing out differently, but as of right now, that's how I see it. Yeah, I, I think we're 
in the similar lock and step. We are. With yeah, the definitely. Um, how do you Here's feel about Chicago, though? Is that a team you feel like can, can put it together? I they're like the Vogue know. team. They're going to make the playoffs. I don't know how good they are. I know their announcers, uh, every announcer loves Caruso. Um, I've seen his highlights all over social media the past week or so. Um, I think it'll be fun. I think they definitely should make the playoffs this year. As high as a four or five seed for the Bulls. But Ooh, So you think they'll be right in the mix with the Sixers then? Yeah, I think the Sixers, the Heat, and Bulls should all be in that four or five seed area. Yeah, Indiana is a team that's always kind of like been right there. So I, I can see them making a little bit of a push. But um, it all starts here in a couple of days. Um, you know, the Sixers are on the court in New Orleans. It'll be interesting to see how they deal with all of this. We'll be there with you every step of the way. You had one more thing. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. I asked you, uh, you don't know this last week before y'all recorded. But fans, when you hear this, comment on social media, tweet Danny or myself, comment under YouTube. Will Ben Simmons make more jumps, more shots outside of the paint or play more games from the Sixers this season? Um. Well, you thinking like the the let's say he gets traded a traded line. That's a little bit past the halfway points. Let's say he plays fifty games. So will he shoot fifty jump shots outside the paint? Like will, no way. Will he make? Did I say shoot or make? I'm not, oh uh, shoot or make? I mean make. I would say definitely uh, not. All right, let's 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 go let's go shoot more sh- uh, shots outside the paint. Yeah. Or will he shoot outside of the paint? Um. Outside of the paint, I, I just don't see it happening. I'm, I'm, I got to take the state of Missouri attitude on this. You got to show me. I'm going to show, show me state on this one. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm going the you same think- way. I'm going the same way. He, I think he'll play more games for the Sixers than shots outside the paint. I'm intrigued to know what our listeners think on this one. Right. I feel like, bro, if you feel like the walls are closing in on you, if you feel like you're in a situation you don't want to be in, you're uncomfortable, you're just going to go with all the little things that you're used to doing. You know what I'm saying? And stick with that. Like, why start venturing outside of your comfort zone to open up yourself for more criticism? You know what I'm saying? And I see him playing that role. But it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. Um, we will rejoin you guys on Thursday after the Sixers play winner, before they play against the Nets, uh, Noah Levick will join us as well. Um, ben, we appreciate you for your expertise. As always, producer, co-host, ready to do it all. Mr. Wonderful, I'm Danny Pommels. We're brought to you by Wilmington University. This is the Sixers Talk. We'll see you next time.